0: Welcome to the Ales and Tales podcast. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this is episode number one, uh, and appropriately, it's recorded on St. Patty's Day. Uh, so, thank you again for joining us, and uh, hope you enjoy. My name is Mike Mercurio, and with me are my co-hosts and beer buddies, Michael Haas and Ben Pryor. Hello, hey. And uh, our goal is to bring you three different views on a wide range of beers. There are only there there are so many great beer options out there, and equally, there are so many that aren't. Uh, but of course, that's subjective. So this way we give you a few different ideas on it. Um, Also, we're going to bring you some history, if any, on the brewery, Uh, tell you a little bit about the beer and its can, uh, its packaging, and hopefully this will be entertaining for you all. Uh, Some people just getting into beer, uh, much like Michael, so uh, otherwise known as Michael Miller Light Hoss. Mm. (laughs) Some are fans uh, like myself, but are more whiskey people. I'm a bourbon guy typically, but I do like my beers. And then some are beer fanatics and uh, have turned it into a hobby, much like Ben. Mm, yes. So, mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to go ahead and review the first one. And it, it makes sense that, of course, it's going to be an Irish beer, since it is St. Patty's. Uh, this is going to be the Four Sons Brewing. And this is the O'Sonnet Irish Red Ale. Uh, so the first thing we'll do is we'll tell you a little bit about the uh, the can. It says on the can that uh, it is lightly hopped with hints of toffee and caramel, followed by a slight nuttiness, uh, much like us. Speak for yourself. <laughs>
1: I like nuts. What? <laughs> <laughs> hey, isn't it O oh, Sunset? Sunset? It is. I thought oh, you said sonnet.
0: Oh, it is. I, I misread it. It's O oh, Sunset. Sunset. It's a weird font. Uh, okay, so actually, Mike is our resident uh, graphic designer, so you can Tell everybody a little bit about the can. And we're going to try and post pictures of these. Uh, we're going to do an Instagram account ultimately. And for now, on the Facebook page, we'll post pictures of the cans and the bottles we review. So you can kind of see what it looks like in case I'll you find, want to find it. How find it in the store.
1: Right. Uh, so looking at it, this kind of looks like when you get a tattoo. <laughs> 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 Like okay, yeah, so
2: <laughs> a little a little bit got the big red four, which is that kind of banner. You almost wouldn't say mom in the middle. I mean, okay, so
1: I like that part, but like the other elements on the can just kind of look clip arty. And honestly, the colors with the red, the white, and the green—well,
0: that's their. I mean, it's Irish, Irish flag, you know?
1: but when I look at the can, it makes me think Italy.
0: Well, that's also red. I, I, I think, I think <laughs> they're <laughs> just prejudiced against the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't and, they been persecuted enough? This is this is the wrong day for you to (laughs) start the Irish. Um, No, really, we love you. (laughs) This is, uh, by the way, not a family friendly uh, podcast, which makes sense because if you have anybody under the age drinking beer, shame on well somebody. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know anything about that. Enjoy.
1: Uh, What is what is hopped with? hopped with toffee and caramel.
0: Does anyone know what that's?
2: So, I mean, when it says hop with, it's, it's. I mean, hop is the hops that give beer that kind of bitter taste. Right. So Miller Lite, you know, actually Miller Lite, I think it says it's double hop, which is funny because it doesn't have any hops flavor to me whatsoever. Um, I imagine when they when they add the hops, they probably add the other ingredients at the same time. Um, there's different ways you can you can hop beer. There's you know regular hopping. You can dry hop, which is just when you after the beer's kind of been made, you set it on a bed of dry hops. You know just regular hops and let it you know do its thing as opposed to having it boil during the the wort making process. So for those you don't know, to make beer, you make your wort, then you add your sugar and yeast. The yeast eats up the sugar, which creates the alcohol, and you get your beer.
0: Or you get something that's supposed to be beer and sometimes it doesn't taste like it. Yeah, we're not going to talk about my first attempt to brew beer, <laughs> which is why instead he's chosen to just drink a bunch of other people's beer, which works better. Um, so, what do we know about Four Sons? So Four
2: Sons was—I uh, mean, it's—it's it's run by Four Sons. Um, the brewery is, is in brewery? It's Huntington Beach, California. Uh, so you have Duke, who is the dad. Um, Duane. I hope I'm not. Butchering Your Name, if you ever listen to this, who is the <laughs> mom, and their four sons, Devin, Derek, Drew, and Dustin. I guess they messed up
0: somewhere. They I ran think out that, of D's. I think
2: this family likes the D. <laughs> um, get the one oddball out of it. Yeah, and they kind of do everything from the sales, the packaging, <laughs> the brewing, to, to everything. We're really on this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was not my intention to do this, but...
2: Well, hopefully the we beer will it. speak for itself, and we'll get some, <clears throat> some glaring, positive reviews after this. Right. Um, you know, they, they, they put an emphasis on keeping everything authentic and, and pure ingredients to have it, just a pure, clean beer. Um, so we're about to, to find out how well they do
0: that. Cool. No dirty beer here. Mm. It's a clean beer. Right. Let's beers. pop them open, you, and we'll, we'll pour.
2: And for those of you listening, you can go to foursonsbrewing.com to check out their brewery website. Um, It's an all-red page. It's got some descriptions of their beers. I was a little disappointed this beer is listed in their uh, core beers that they always brew instead of just being seasonal. And then you go to the actual descriptions of the ones. There's a different page. It's kind of strange. I think my glass was a little dirty. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, for those of you listening, I just got about eight <coughs> inches of, of head, and not in a good way. Ooh, this looks oh. very decadent. So uh, yeah, so Irish Iris red. Yes, um, they get the color from uh, malted barley, which will give Irish reds a little bit of different uh, flavor as well. Instead of uh, just hop, malt, yeast, water, it's got the the barley in there. Which you know, here in America, some people add adjuncts or coloring and mm-hmm. call it a mm-hmm. red
0: ale. The uh, the head went away almost immediately, though there was a decent amount of it at first. So it 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 definitely evaporates quickly.
2: You definitely get that smooth maltiness. Mm. First first sip impression, I could see this as being a very easily drinkable beer, one mm. that you could sit down with a six pack of and, and enjoy it, and not be sick of it at the end.
0: Mm-hmm. First thing I taste is salt. It's very salty tasting. Yeah, I get a little
2: bit, of that, a little sea salt. Hmm. Hmm. That's
0: interesting. So it's got, it it matches the color in taste. Like when I look at this and then I taste it, it it tastes Drain- very draining. very much uh, like it looks. It that's tastes great. Like put it. Smelling it, it isn't it isn't a crisp taste to me. It's more of a like grapefruit. Um, Man, you got some weird taste buds. I know <laughs> grapefruit juice and salt. I don't know. It maybe burnt caramel a little bit.
2: Yeah, I get a little bit of the uh, <clears throat> a slight hint of toffee, but it's a uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to put a, a I must get a little a tan, finger on that like. Metallic. Yeah, I can get that. a little bit of it on the nose as well. Mm-hmm. You can definitely smell the barley in there.
0: Yeah, a lot of um, definitely. It's, it's
2: halfway to smelling like a brewery. I don't know if you've ever walked into a brew while they're brewing and you really smell the grain. It has a very mm-hmm. distinct mm-hmm. aroma.
0: So, it's very flat. Mm-hmm. There's not There's, a lot of carbonation. The carbonation is almost non-existent. Like, you know, it, it, for those who, if you drink a... a, a a fairly <clears throat> zippy beer, or uh, champagne, or, or uh, carbonated soda—you you feel the tingle on your tongue, and you get that. There's none of that in this beer whatsoever to me. Mm-hmm. It just—it's like a, its like water that's flavored like beer. It just, I think there's... that kind of
2: lends to the drinkability. I mean, you think you know Miller Light and Bud Light and those kind of Americanized mass market money-making beers—is they have that smooth drinkability on it. Excuse me. I Often, find when you have the carbonation, it makes it a little harder to drink, slows down the drinking, just because it, it kind of plays against the throat. And I mean, mm. what do you think of it, Michael?
1: Uh, it's interesting. Interesting. I don't. I don't know that I particularly like it. Um, I can't really. I can't really pinpoint what I don't like about it, though. It just seems. I don't know. It's
0: no Miller Lite.
1: It's no Miller Lite. <laughs> that's you know that's that's first that's first and foremost uh, the color I, I think you said what you said about how it tastes is is what you would expect by how it looks i, mm-hmm. I think that's true uh it's got a very nice caramel um uh, kind of like a caramel brown look to it mm-hmm. and i would have expected something a little bit more um said, what did i said it was say it's hopped with toffee and caramel so i don't really get much of that i don't think and so, I don't know. I don't think this is something that I would probably, like, pick up to drink with friends or, um, you know, if I just wanted to kind of sit back
0: and watch a game. Gotcha. Yeah. So, for me, I get the I get the caramel. It's almost like a burnt caramel, but it's not sweet. It's like no. if you've got all the well, sugar out of the caramel, that's and,
2: what you get out of it. And I, I'm a big malt fan. You know, IPAs are kind of running the, the the game today, I find. You know, we were talking about this earlier. About We went to a beer store earlier, and it was just a whole on massive rose of oh, IPAs. Not even rose, a whole wall of IPAs and it kind of seems to be what everyone likes and mm-hmm. I still gravitate towards the malts, the darker beers. It can be 100 degrees outside and I'll still have a porter. I might even have a stout if I'm feeling frisky. Um, <laughs> That's so I actually I actually great, you know, I kind of like it. I mean, this is something I would sit down with at uh, you know, the game, you know, watch football, a six-pack of this as opposed to going to my my normal High gravity dark beer route where I might have one or two. I could I could sit down and drink this. Um, it's, I, I, I agree don't, with the don't chuggability level to it.
0: If this if you wanted a beer that you could chug, because it isn't very, it doesn't have that zing to it, and it's not no. heavily carbonated. It goes down easy. It would go down very quickly. <laughs> I, I don't think I would, to, I would to, run you know, out. What's to, to, the chugometer at on the chugometer party level? Like <laughs> okay, if, frat, 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 if you, have a frat, you know, this is probably the beer you would want.
1: Wait, right? but what's the price point on these? A the six pack of these.
2: So it was. I was you, I was in Fruit McDougall earlier today. It was probably like seven bucks, a six pack, eight bucks. It wasn't yeah, too bad. I was it was like oh, eight. I was about to pick it up, and then he sent me the picture saying, "Hey, this is what we're having tonight." I went okay. All right.
0: Yeah. So a six packs You know, not bad. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll be I, honest with you. For the money, this is probably not my first choice. If I, I wouldn't run.
2: I would run to go, run to go grab it.
0: But it's not. <clears> it's not <clears> bad. Again. Well, I, I appreciate wasn't, I wasn't, what they're doing. I was against the idea of doing <laughs> no. a rating, but I think we all should. Just because I'm curious to what what you guys think. So, Ben, on a scale of one to ten, what
2: do you I, say? I'm, I'm going to break it out a little bit more than that. Um, He's
0: going to get into the decimal you know, points. Well, generally, so <laughs> for, for
2: those of you new to beer, if you've never been, um, ratebeer.com and beeradvocate.com are great sites to go to. I want to give them a little plug and shout out. I, every time I try beer, I, I hop on there to see what other people are saying about it. Um, you know, they, they generally break it down into appearance, aroma, taste, mouthfeel, and overall. Um, so, I'd say appearance. I like it. It's, it's a little, little cloudy, but it's right where a red ale should be. I feel like that's um, just your glass. <laughs> yeah, it might be. I think I grabbed the wrong glass. Um, aroma is pretty mild, you know. So I mean, appearance, I give it a good, good three out of five. It, it doesn't have that unique. I mean, it's a pretty average-looking beer. Aroma, I'm gonna do about the same, about a three out of five. Um, mouthfeel. It's a really drinkable beer, so I'm going to give it a, a four and a half on the mouthfeel uh,
0: taste. There's so many weird places you can go with that statement. But... Yeah. <laughs> what Dude. other things would you rate with the mouthfeel? <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's a getting... good That's a whole other
2: podcast. <laughs> Head on over to uh, Pornhub.com oh, God. podcast. Oh, God, no.
0: Our first podcast, and <laughs> he brings up something like that, <laughs> that's great.
2: Oh, uh, hey, y'all invited me. Um <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: um, I'm gonna give it a good three and a half out of five.
0: All right, hmm. Mike, Fair give not. us a rating.
1: What do you think? Uh, you know, uh, one. Okay, what did you say? One to ten? It was whatever. whatever. He went with the five. Okay, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this drink a C, a C plus. <laughs> the plus for the effort. Um, for the extra, <laughs> for the 10.
2: because it's a family brewery in here at Ales and Tales podcast we value family
1: we support the fam you know <laughs> so i'm going to give this i'll give this a c plus i think it's passing for sure i think it's a little bit under you know yeah, a, a b yeah. so yeah that's where uh, i said this it is it. a fair
0: assessment i'll give it a 4 out of 10 it's not my first choice it's not <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not a one. We're well, right. our
2: first beer.
0: I've, <laughs> right. I've, had, I've had nines and tens, and this ain't it. Our
1: ratings are all completely. <laughs> I know.
0: Completely it's, different. Hey, for those I of you expecting really consistency, yeah. this is not well, for you. Th-
2: this is why we have you know, three very different uh, taste buds and palates of, yeah. of
0: and experience levels. So this is good. Three and a half. So if you're wondering what are, if we
2: say go get this beer or not, well. It <clears throat> You're still guessing. That's
0: right. Well, hopefully, we will give you enough description to at least figure out whether you want to mess with it or not.
1: Okay, maybe we'll say, maybe we'll just say, if this is the only beer that you have access to, I think you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, it'll get
2: you. Drunk. <laughs> it'll get you. Drunk. <laughs> it'll that, do the job. Better than what I said. Okay. Oh, we'll no.
0: run with that. That's because good. it came from him. There you go. Um, he's. He's new to this. I'm trying to redeem myself we'll give from, him.
1: like, shitting on this family beer, like, during the beginning of the podcast.
2: Four sons. I'm sure you do. Some some great beers. This just didn't really make our list of favorites.
0: Yeah, I'd be willing to try more by them. This, Yeah, just, yeah. maybe just Irish red. I my thing. We'll try another think, Irish I mean, Red to compare. As far so as
2: Irish Red, I think, it, I think the, the roasted malts could come out more. Um, you have something like the, a Ghost River Irish Red. I think they do a really great one It's really super... Grainy and barley and malty. Um, this one just kind of falls short. It's, it's I don't
1: know. Was there know. a beer that they're known for? Is there like,
2: like, do they have one that everybody knows? I don't by know. Four to be Sons? honest with you, Four Sons. If you ever hear this, please call us and let us know.
0: Yeah, I've never actually heard of them before, so it's uh, new to me. Actually. I
2: think yeah. For those of you who don't know, we're broadcasting out of Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Four Sons. This is. I just started seeing them in stores not too long ago, so it's hmm. it's
0: fairly new to us. Oh, good. All right. So, that's beer number one. Normally, we're <clears throat> going to probably do one beer uh, per episode, just because I don't know how much you want to hear about beer in one particular sitting. But it's St. Patty's Day. So we're going to go for <laughs> number two, just because. Uh, so, beer number two is going to be Lagannitis. laganitas laganitas I was not going to get that right, no matter what I said. Yeah, I told you how to say it earlier <clears throat> here, too. Uh, it is the Cappuccino Stout. Uh, it is ale brewed with coffee, which is... Good uh, if you're going to be in St. Paddy's Day and you want to keep yourself awake because there's nothing like a yes. very, very alert drunk.
2: Yes. And if you're wondering why we, we chose this one on St. Paddy's Day as opposed to something more traditional like a Guinness or a Murphy's, um, well, we didn't buy it, so this is what we're stuck with. No, but uh, st- stouts have a, a great history um, in Ireland. So do uh, uh, the red ales. We didn't cover it before. Um, red ales, there's there's uh, notes of it back to like the 8th and 9th century. So red ales have been around for a long time. Stouts kind of got their start in the early 1700s. In England, porters kind of became the big thing, and it's called a porter because it was uh, very popular among the street and river porters. You know, Mm. for a long day of work, they like to go have a good, nice porter. Uh, And stouts kind of came about originally as just meaning a strong beer. It didn't even mean dark. It just meant strong, higher alcohol content. So from porters, you got uh, porter stouts, and that's kind of where Guinness Guinness got started Arthur Guinness founder of Guinness Brewery who we all know and love Dublin Dublin was the scourge of Europe at the time in the early 1700s it was it was the armpit of, of Europe it was the New Jersey uh, No, I'm just kidding New Jersey we love you uh, and you know it was dirty it was filthy it had the highest mortality rate and everyone drank whiskey. And what happens when you drink too much whiskey? You get in fights, and you don't show up to work, and (laughs) life goes bad. And so uh, the Guinness family, pretty much all of them are brewers, politicians, or clergy. Um, They were a very moral family. They did a lot to change around Dublin. There's a great book, For the Love of God and Guinness, uh, I read a while back and learned a lot from. Um, So that's kind of where Stouts really started to get it. You know, the, the play is they want to introduce it as an alternative to drinking whiskey uh that still got you drunk but not as drunk so you didn't fight and you kept all your teeth
0: thanks clergymen that's a good way to do it like All <laughs> right. It. uh <clears throat> so in this particular case this one is a 9.3 percent uh alcohol by volume so that does show that it is a little bit more stout uh, the they have a lot of writing on this bottle
2: yes they all they, they generally do <laughs> so- <laughs> Well, that's interesting too because it'll like go up and around the label, so you almost don't even see that it's on there until you look for it.
0: Hmm. Huh. So it says, Up until the summer of 2010, we'd always had a little ditty on the side. Uh, here, that was a peon to a good old cup of hot, a hot cup of Joe. It was built on the bones of the 23rd Psalm and went something, something like coffee is my shepherd, I shall not. But that was where the trouble started. Turns out, talking about coffee's happy side on an ale uh, ale label is verboten now in America. So the thing that I am allowed to say about it is that the coffee is delicious, that the ale is delicious, and that together they are not worse than the sum of their individual deliciousness. So I'm getting a trend here that it's going to be delicious. Uh, Most (laughs) of all, uh, which are delicious. There you go. Uh, The label is glued on real well, too. We make I like that. <laughs> We make darn sure there are no holes in the glass, which is important and the cap stays put. We are proud of this and wish to brag about it all on this label, which is allowed by law. Thanks. That's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, they're,
2: they're known for kind of being uh, I don't know tongue- and cheeks the word, but a little little quirky and funny with their descriptions and yeah. labels. and you can tell they've obviously got a great sense of humor. Uh, for those of you who haven't been, go to laganitas.com. Don't just click the I'm 21. Read it. I don't want to read it here because I, I don't want to spoil the surprise. It's a, actually, I thought very well written and beautiful and quirky intro to the beer, and it really sets the sets the stage for what to expect from them.
0: I would agree. He read it earlier, and I, I would recommend anybody get a chance to do so. It, is, it was very entertaining. And really, I'm not going to read it because i tried going
2: back into it. You can't and find it. Well, it's not popping up because I've already clicked it, and so uh-huh. I have to exit it on my browser. Now they know you're, now they know I'm you're an old guy, so... <laughs>
0: Michael, tell us about the bottle a little bit.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, it looks. I mean, it's a what was this, a long, long. It's neck. called a bomber. Bomber, bomber. Okay, this is a bomber. So uh, that's
2: generally a beer you a mm. 22 ounce beer. Big bottle, big bottle.
1: It's a big bottle. So uh, big and black. I, you know, it's it looks pretty solid. It's got a gold cap on it, which I appreciate. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm gonna like this beer. It looks it looks a little more professional than the uh, than the Four Suns as far as the packaging on the goes. Four sons. <laughs> uh, it's got like a paper label on it with a do- with their dog, which I assume is their logo. Uh, Cappuccino stouts and a cool font. Um, I think I'm gonna based on the appearance. I think I'm gonna enjoy drinking this. Cool.
2: Let's pop it open. So while we're pouring, I want to read the description they have on the website. So this is the limited release cappuccino stout for that extra crunk. Mm. And I think we get a little bit more of the uh, psalm play on this. So coffee is my shepherd. I shall not doze It maketh me to wake in green pastures. It leadeth me beyond the sleeping masses. It restoreth my brain. It leadeth me to the paths of consciousness for its namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of sleep, I will fear no artificial sweetener, for thou art with me. Thy cream and thy sugar, they comfort me. Thou preparest to craft before me in the presence of my zzzz. Z- thou anointest my day with sunlight. My cup runneth over. Surely richness and flavor shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the cappuccino forever. Let us sip. Or whatever. Well,
0: yeah. If it leadeth you to uh, wake up in green pastures, that explains the nine point three percent. By the way, nine point three. The website yeah. says nine point one. Yeah, I guess we got we got uh, a very special
1: bottle. Get then. your Cheers. Cheers. together, Lagunitas. <laughs>
0: All right. So obviously it's very very dark. It is a stout in the typical mm, sense. Right off the
2: bat, I get that milky <clears throat> cappuccino smell. Mm-hmm.
0: Very coffee smell. Nice nice
2: head. The head kind of it started off thick and kind of laced down to you know. A 16th of an inch but it's mm-hmm. still there it's hanging around yeah that's. I, good. I get the roast I get mm, yeah that smells good
0: so very coffee forward which I'm a fan of I like mm. that it's smooth creamy mmm it's yeah. got a, a I like effect. the aftertaste.
1: You definitely yeah, get that cappuccino coffee. You definitely I get more toffee out. and caramel
0: it, off of this than I did the last beer. Yeah. So actually, I would I would say I get toffee, I get caramel, would you, I get roasted notes. It does a good yeah, job at yeah. hiding the alcohol. I mean, for a nine nine percent, or mm-hmm. it doesn't taste like it. No, I agree. It tastes like a, a it tastes <clears> like a, a espresso shot mixed with um, a little bit of beer to it.
1: Would you classify this as a dessert beer because it's <laughs> cappuccino? Or is that... I don't know. I, I What's get, that reserved for, that class?
2: It's, it's hard. I mean, I think that's a personal preference thing. Um, I'm definitely more of a fan of the more bitter stouts, especially if you're getting, like, the chocolate stouts. I'm not a big fan of the sweet <clears> chocolate <throat> stouts. I mean, there's some great breweries out there, like Terrapin, who does their Moohoo. And personally, I know people that love it. I'm not a fan. It's too sweet for me. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, the bitterness of, like, a Young's Double Chocolate Stout. Um, it's still very chocolatey or, or a breakfast style. We were talking about founders earlier. Yeah, I
0: find so if I, drink- I could drink
2: this with my steak, I could see myself having a good ribeye. Yeah. Um, it's alcohol enough to burn off the fat on your tongue, um, kind of like a wine would do. That's why a lot of people drink red, you know, red wine with mm-hmm. especially a fatty steak to help burn that fat off to clear your palate. Um, even though it is a little sweeter, I th- I, it, it hits my sweet spot. No pun intended. Well, maybe a little.
0: I find I find that I think if you're if you're drinking something that, you know, a beer where there's a decent amount of Mm -hmm. liquid involved as opposed to if you're, you know, sipping on a bourbon or something like that, sweet is not necessarily the best thing as far as I'm concerned. If you're drinking a lot of something, Mm -hmm. because that that sweet wears out quickly. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's got a little bit more of the bitterness like this does, and it's not bitter in a bad way, it's just, it's got that bite
2: to it. I find it to be a little more complex as well when it has that. It kind of, the the flavors play on each other and you start picking up different notes of things. When it is or isn't sweet. When it is not sweet,
0: when it's more bitter. I, w- I would agree. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, this is, this is, from what I've experienced with stouts, it's fairly typical. It's got a little bit of bitterness to it. It's got a good amount of coffee flavor to it. Even regular stouts that don't even talk about coffee have a little bit of a coffee flavor to them. This one has a good amount of it. It's very coffee forward. It tastes kind of like a dark chocolate. It's, I like it. It's creamy, it's smooth, goes down easy. Not, again, not very carbonated. It's, uh, and it's not very dense. For as dark as it is, it doesn't feel like you're drinking liquid bread. Yeah. You know, there are it's some stouts that are just dense.
2: It's got some good lacing to it. Um, mine, mine's got some pretty thick rings mm-hmm. on my glass for the lacing. head. still stick Again, the head doesn't... It's, it's retaining. It's not disappearing. And, you know, for... Yeah, I'm a guy. I love head. Uh, mm. You know, a lot of times, especially in beer, you get a lot of the, the flavors and the aromas from it. Um, this podcast took a weird
0: turn, didn't it? Yeah, I wonder who caused that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we have definitely got this into the R-rated right off the bat. <laughs> hey, we got to set the stage, right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. right. That's what beer does. It's okay. Mike, what do
1: you think? <laughs> um, I like it. It's. I think you're. I think again, what you said. It's got a nice mouthfeel. It's creamy. Uh, it's not overly carbonated. Uh, this is probably just because I came back from Founders, but. I don't. It's not my favorite stout that I've drink drinking drink, drink, that I drank it. Um, <laughs> I've only had a few, <laughs> but I, I do like it. Um, so I, I would say that this would be a. I would enjoy drinking this beer again. We also okay.
2: just came back from having a three year linear tasting of, <laughs> of Founder's KBS, which is, as I said earlier, a holy grail to me. That would be phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I've started a beer experiment where you know you just ate. You know, Darker, heavier-gravity beers, you can kind of age, and they do kind of mature and change, and I uh, started that a couple of years ago, so I've got a four-pack of the KBS at home that I'm looking forward to next year and the year after that of, of stacking them and getting to try them all at once. Nice. Cool.
1: That's awesome.
0: Well, Michael, since you were last talking about it, what was your what would you say your rating is on this one?
2: Uh,
1: you know, I'm going to give this one, I'm going to give this a solid, I'm going to give it a solid B. I'm going to give it a solid B. It's a B. Okay. Because to me, that's still pretty darn good.
2: Ben, mm-hmm. what do you say? I I like Michael Hoss's rating system. I'm, I'm going to give it a <clears throat> B double plus. It's Yeah, uh, You know, I, I almost want to give it an A minus. Um, <clears throat> but uh, kind of with, with Michael Hoss, that there are so many stouts. And a stout is my kind of go-to. That and Russian Imperial stouts. Um, I think for it to be a stout and get an A rating, it's got to be an Imperial stout to me. Uh, this, this this is a high B. It's um dr- very, very good, very drinkable. Uh, it is a heavier beer. I couldn't see myself drinking more than one bomber if I had a bomber to myself. I think that'd be kind of the one and done. And as I got towards the end of it, I'd probably be sipping it and nursing it. And you know, it, it'd take me a while,
0: which is okay with a stout because <clears throat> it doesn't have to be super chilled for you to enjoy yeah, it. It's okay yeah. if it's a little warmer, so that's okay.
2: For, for those of you new beer listeners, stouts are generally preferred to be just slightly chilled. Um, you know, a little bit below room temperature, hmm. uh, as opposed to, you know, most people go want an ice-cold Bud Light. Well, I don't want an ice-cold beer because <laughs> well, it well, can't play yeah. With the beer. Yeah, you want it to know, have a little you, bit of... Uh, it's, uh, it's, especially with higher alcohol, you think the wine, you let it breathe, you let it kind of mm-hmm. swirl around and, and open up a little bit. Would you
1: typically drink this out of a snifter? Or, I mean...
2: Yeah, I'm, I mean, a, a stout glass, which is generally uh, bulbed at the top. Okay. Um a snifter could work. Uh but typically think of a a glass that looks like a pint glass, but about three fourths of the way up and just below the top it has a, a bulge mm. to it. Uh so it allows some of that that Oh, come on, man. I wasn't even <laughs> trying to stop laughing at me. To kinda of open up the aromas of it.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um so for me I would give this i I'd, I'd say an eight out of ten. I like this a lot. I think mm-hmm. it's very good. It's very drinkable. It's got great flavor. It's not overwhelming. But yeah, I think one bomber would be sufficient. Uh, more than that, and, and I think that would just be a bit too much on the palate. But yeah, I would say this is this is a very good beer. I would definitely recommend this one to anybody who wants to try a stout. I think this would be a good intro. And uh, even if you're not new to beer uh, and you're not comparing like Michael to you know Miller Lite, everything this is mm-hmm. <laughs> this is. This is something that even uh, somebody who's already beer savvy would really, really appreciate. I like it. I like yeah, it I, I
2: haven't had much by Lagunitas. I don't enjoy. Every now and there's some that are eh, they're okay. There's some that are obviously better than others. Um, they do a really solid job of good consistency, good quality, good flavors, good balance. Um, they do a really good job of hiding the alcohol too. There's a couple other ones out there that you know, or or heavy beers, and they don't taste it. And you'll drink three or four of them without even realizing it, and all of a sudden you go, why am I so drunk? And you look back at the bottle, and you go, oh, this is 11%. (laughs) That'll
0: do it to you. Well, that's it for today's episode. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We will be uh, out again soon with some more beers to check out, and uh, we'll go from there. I'll be building a website, uh, Facebook page, Instagram. We're kind of all in the process right now. This has just been kind of a fun experiment that we're just rolling with to see what happens. So, obviously, we'll welcome you guys' feedback. Let us know what you think uh, when we give you a place to let us know. <laughs> and uh, until then, uh, take care. Talk to you soon. And uh, beer. Beer.
1: enjoy your St. Patty's Day. Cheers. Well, wherever you are. Enjoy, enjoy your beer. This one's for you. You can't see me raising my glass to the microphone. But <laughs>